0: Well, good morning, everybody. I'm so glad that we get to be together. And I gotta be honest with you, I'm really excited about what I get to share uh, this morning with you. We're gonna be talking about the strength you bring. And uh, I I, I love January because it's an opportunity that we have to do grace teams. February, we get into community groups, but it's just like that new year feel where you get to put everything into into place and, and look through how do we do this and what does this look like? And January is one of those years. And I honestly, I'm so excited for this Grace Team season that we have coming up, the opportunity for you to serve on Grace Teams. And with that, what I wanna do is I wanna talk about the strength you bring as a person for the betterment of the body of Christ. And it's one of my passions to talk about. And what I've come, I'm totally convinced of this truth is that every one of us has a grace on our life that has power to bring transformation to the lives of others. Every single one of us has this grace. No one doesn't get it, no one missed it, no one, it's God has put it on every single one of us and it brings with it the power to bring transformation to the lives of people around us. I'm convinced of this. Now, we'll get into grace gift and what that looks like, but when we're talking about a grace on someone's life, Hopefully you've had an experience where somebody used their strength, their grace, and it brought benefit to you or it blessed you or it enriched you or it transformed you. I have this thing that takes place every single Sunday morning when we get to worship together because what's happening is the worship team is up here and they're operating in their grace, which is a gift that the Lord's put on. They're, they're extending Grace to all of us, we get lost in worship. They bring us into the presence of God and it's because they're all operating in what they have, what God has given them. So the guitarist is playing the guitar, the singers are singing, the drummer's drumming. Everyone is bringing their strength to the platform, putting it together and we all benefit as a result of it. It ushers in the presence of God, it brings prophetic words and we get to all be a part of this. So I'm always thankful when people step into their, their gift, their grace, their strength, and in one that, what ends up happening is I get blessed, you get blessed. We, we all get blessed as a result. Now, it doesn't have to be just worship. It can be someone who's teaching, somebody who brought an explanation out of scripture or for something that, that transformed you. You got that aha moment. You, wow, I haven't thought about it like that. It could be teaching but it could be somebody that has a passion to wanna see people come to know Jesus. And so whenever they're out and about, they find a way and an opportunity to share the gospel with other people. The person who listens is blessed. The people with them are blessed. And so today, that's what we wanna focus on. We wanna talk about this strength and we wanna talk about this grace. So the first point we're gonna start is, I'm gonna call it grace gift because I want to give a a, a background and a little definition of what it means, this grace that we're talking about. So number one, if you're taking notes, write down the word grace gift. And let me give you the definition for that. Grace gift, which the Greek word that's used in scripture is horus, and it means this, a divine gratuity, a spiritual endowment, a religious qualification, miraculous faculty, a free gift denoting extraordinary power, an enablement to serve the church of Christ. So we're talking about this grace and about us bringing this strength. This is the amazing piece to it is because it's these things. It's something God has put on every single one of us. Look at Ephesians 4, 7, because what I want us to realize is that we all have grace gifts. Verse seven, but to each one, Who's each one? That's all of us. Each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. The thing I love about this is it says grace has been given, which is past tense. So you might be thinking, well, maybe I didn't get one or maybe that's not for me. No, it says that Jesus gave all of us a grace upon our lives. So each one of us have grace gifts and they've been put upon us. And the truth is, not one person has missed out on this bestowment of grace. Now I remember in middle school, you know, the jokes would fly around where somebody said, hey, when, when God was giving out brains, you thought he said trains and you said, give me a slow one, right? That's not the way it is with, with grace. Nobody missed out on this opportunity. God considered you, the, the uniqueness in the way that he made you, and then he put a grace on your life for you to to give in service to other people so that the body of Christ would be blessed, just like the person leading worship, just like the person who's teaching, just like the person who's, who's sharing the gospel. And it's great for us to know that not one of us is without this. Look at Romans 12, six through eight. It says this, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then to give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So here in Romans 12, it's very clear. We, each one of us is uniquely gifted, different gifts. And it's according to the grace that Jesus has given us. You know, every time I read this passage, I'm reminded of a season in my life. Actually, it was right before I came to Northlands, which is almost 10 years ago. But I came to a conference that was taking place here. And I was sitting somewhere here in the middle, about halfway back. And a woman was prompted with a word. And she brought it around to the elders who were leading the meeting. And they decided the best administration of it would be to have her share it. And so she came up on stage and she pointed me out and she said, gentlemen, with the brown shirt sitting right there, I believe the Lord wants to tell you something. And she began to unfold a prophetic word. And I got to be honest with you, I was so happy that she chose to operate in a gift that the Lord bestowed on her, that she was willing to step out. She was willing to take the word. She was willing to come up on stage and she was willing to to give it. And my life was transformed because of that word. Each one of us have a gift and we're uniquely gifted in the gifts that God gives us. Isn't that good news? All right, so number two, if you're taking notes, first, is grace gifts. Number second, or number two, not number second, number two is this word, aneg flame fight astration. I'm gonna put it up here for you. aneg flame fight astration. It's a Greek word. And let me give you the definition of this. Definition is this. The world can't wait another day for the strength you bring. The world can't go another day without you bringing that strength. We're in a place where the world needs hope. They need love. They need direction. The body of Christ needs to be encouraged. And the world can't wait another day for us to bring those strengths. So I wanna break down this word that probably none of you have ever heard of before, a neg flame fight astration. So let's look at the first part of it, neg. Neg is do not neglect. Do not neglect. Listen to 1 Timothy 4, 11 through 14. This is Paul speaking to Timothy about a gift he received through prayer. And he talks about um, not neglecting it. Verse 11, command and teach these things, Do not let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to preaching, and to teaching. Listen to this, verse 14. Do not neglect your gift which was given you Through prophecy, when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Do not neglect that Harris, that grace gift. Do not neglect it that's been given. And, you know, anytime I think of that, I go, sometimes we're in a place where we we choose to neglect things or, or neglect the things that God has put in us. And what Paul is saying to Timothy, and what I want to share with you today, is do not neglect the grace gift that God has placed upon your life because the world needs it. It can't wait another day. It needs the strength you have to bring. So what does neglect look like? It, it has the, the view of unused or weak or unavailable, uh, without power, not noticeable or overlooked. When I lived in, in California, we had a house that was facing a, a beautiful field and it was a nature preserve and so you couldn't do anything on it. So we had this wrought iron fence And in the dirt on my side of the wrought iron fence, I planted some grapes, nice, beautiful grapes. And I had a little bed that they went in. And the problem was, is I neglected taking care of them. So they didn't really grow. Um, If it was a drought year, you know, they dried up. And I remember going out there one time and there were weeds and I couldn't tell the difference between what was a grape and what were the weeds. And so, you know, I tried pulling it and there's ants and it, it just, it wasn't a very pleasant thing. So I kind of let it go. And then when winter came around, all of the grass and weeds had died away and all was left of these dead looking sticks that somehow had the resemblance of a grapevine. And I was frustrated and I thought, gosh, this is crazy. So I took some shears and I just cut them off at the base, like way down by the, by the ground. And, uh, I thought, well, I don't know, let's see what happens. And what ended up happening is they grew, when spring came around, they grew like they never have. And all of a sudden it inspired me to keep up the grapes in the planter. So I put a stick in where the vines were growing. I kept them off the ground. I, I weeded it every week so it couldn't. And they grew to plush vines and looked beautiful against that backdrop of of the iron, of the iron gate that was there. Neglect has the ability to give it. It's unavailable. We can't use it. And just like the grapes in my backyard, and once I took to it and began to nurture them and to do what was necessary, they grew. We need to do the same thing with the grace gift that's given to our life. Paul's telling Timothy, don't neglect the gift which was given to you. And to us, we say the same thing. Don't neglect the gift because every single one of us have received it and there's a benefit that comes from it. The people around you get blessed and grow and you grow as well. So don't neglect that gift. The next one I wanna look at as we break this around is I wanna look at the flame part. Scripture tells us to fan into flame. So in First 1 Timothy 1, 1.6, it says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame The gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands for the spirit, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but it gives us power, love and self-discipline. I love that because what, what spirit God gave us doesn't, it's not timid. It's, but it's full of power, love and self-discipline. And Paul again is telling Timothy, Hey, fan it into flame. Don't neglect it. Fan it into a flame. Even if there's a small ember, fan it into a flame. I have a piece of property out towards Augusta and it's got a fire pit and a little tiny cabin. And, you know, we've gone out there with friends and I take my kids out there and, and recently we had decided to make a fire and we pulled all the stuff and man, that thing lit up like this because we use a lot of pine needles. But if you didn't tend to it, it would, it would begin to blow down and then you'd only have a glow. And if you let it go too long, it would literally, it would go out. And just like the grapes needed to be tended, so did the fire need to be tended. And so even with a little red glow, we were able to put more stuff on it to blow, to fan it into flames, and it would burst into flames again, restarting and do what it was meant to do, which was to keep us warm. And see, our grace gift is the same way. We've gotta tend it, we gotta blow on it. And you might be saying, well, what does that look like? How, how How do I tend to a grace gift? I think we can learn about it, we can study it. We could choose to walk in it more. We could talk to others who may have the similar gifting or someone that could help me understand the gifting that God has put on my life. We can read about it, we could read a book about it. But we can fan into flame the gift that God has put upon us. One of the things we do in our membership class is we go through about us. We go to membership 101 and then in 102 we spend time looking at what could possibly be the grace gift that God has put on your life. What's easy for you? What's natural? What do you do that gives life to the people around you? And we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go. But there's this amazing opportunity for us with the gift that God has so graciously given is to fan it into flame, to let that thing burn and allow it to do what God intended it for, to do in, in us and in the lives of the people around us. So let's look at another one. So we looked at do not neglect, and we looked at fan and flames. And you know, one of the things that I realized about Timothy is sometimes along the way, sometimes in this grace gift, some of us may have to fight a battle. And so, a nega flame fight astration has the fight part in it, and that means fight the battle. Sometimes we've got to fight the battle. First Timothy one eighteen says this: Timothy, my son, I am giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you. So by that recalling them, you may fight the battle well. In other words, remember the gift that was on there. There there are so many things that try to knock us down. In a year like we've had, there's discouragement, there's frustration, um, all kinds of things. We, We haven't, we've neglected it, forgot to fan it into flame. There's discouragement, whatever it is. But as Paul says to Timothy, fight the battle. Sometimes we just gotta fight. Sometimes there's multiple things. I remember the first time I started sharing prophetic words. It, it came to a place where, you know, sometimes I'd go, I don't know if this is of the Lord and, and I don't know if I should share this out loud and what if I'm wrong? And I start thinking about how it's going to make me look instead of the impact that it can have on another person. And so you back off a little. You you don't use it. And the more you do that, the, the colder it gets, the more it's it stays away. But Paul was telling Timothy, fight that battle. And I want to encourage, some of us have to fight that battle for the gifts that God has put on our life. Sometimes the enemy tries to to knock us off the road, get us off a path, focus on other things, not on the gifts that God has given you. But I got to tell you, man, the world needs those gifts in action and the body of Christ needs you to operate in those. We're the body. All, all together, we perform everything we need to do, just like my physical body, to walk, to jump, to do whatever it is, to wave my arms. My body works together to get that done. And it is the same with us. So sometimes we've got to fight the battle. Sometimes we've got to stand up against the enemy and go, nope, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to walk forward. First Timothy 6.12 says this, Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Fight that fight. And then the last one out of a neg phlegm fight astration is administration. Because in 1 Peter 4.10, this is what it says. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do it as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. We're to faithfully administrate these this gift, this grace gift that God has put on us. So we use it as the Lord directs us. We use it as we see an opportunity. As I said before, we are so blessed when someone steps into the gift and the administ- and administrates it well. We're encouraged, the people. And when you think about our grace teams that we'll be signing up for today, There's people who love and are passionate about serving children's ministry. And on their week, they're in there the whole time. They don't get to come to service. They don't get to enjoy worship with us. They give of their time by doing something that benefits the body. And as a parent, we're blessed because we get to be in here as the kids are learning just as great, powerful things and experiencing the presence of God in children's ministry. There's people who are at the doors greeting when we come in so that we each have a a smiling face. There's a ministry team that gets here early so that they can pray and ask the Lord what he wants to do today. And then they administrate it through the service and even after to pray for us. Everywhere we look in this body, we are continually blessed because someone decided to fan into flame this gift and then administrate it well for the betterment of other people. And we can do the same thing. We can do the same thing. In so the, the question comes and says, well, why, why do we want to do this? Why not neglect? Why fan into flame? Why fight the battle? Why make sure we have, we're faithful stewards in the administration? Because 1 Timothy 3.13 says this, those who have served well gain an excellent standing and great assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus, those who have served well. And I want you to do the very thing that God has equipped you to do. Each one of us has that grace. And I want that grace to rest upon you and for you to understand it, to walk in it, and then use it to bless other people and to bless and encourage the body of Christ. That's why he gave it to each one of us. So we would live in a place where we realize and we need each other. And there's not one that's more important because the worship teams up here doesn't make it it's more important than the children's ministry over there or the greeters that are at the front door or the parking lot attendants, or the hospitality team because we all work together so that everyone involved would, would, would be blessed and that we would grow because that's what the Lord wants to do. The world can't wait another day for the strength that you bring. So number one was about grace gift. Number two, an a flame or excuse me, a neg flame fight estration. And then number three, what I want to talk about is this: sign up. Sign up today. You have an opportunity to consider what it is that the Lord has put on on your on your life where it is that you think you can be a strength to somebody, where it is that you could bring a gift or a talent to walk in for the betterment of the body of Christ. And the great thing is, is you could pick any of the grace teams. There's a whole bunch of, over 20 grace teams that you can pick. All, all affecting transformation in a whole bunch of different areas. You don't have to go, well, I don't play guitar and I don't sing very well. That's okay, there's, there's so much more. There's the maintenance team that comes and actually saves the church a whole bunch of money every year because of the efforts they put together to do some of the things that would cost a lot of money. There's the events team and decor. And they said, how many of you guys liked how how nice it looked over Christmas, all the trees and the lights? Somebody put that up, why? Because that was their passion and the thing that they loved to do. And that's one of the things that excites me about the strength that lies within each and every one of you is I love to see people understand what it is that God has put on your life, that, that grace that he's put on your life, that strength that he's put there so that you could bring it so that everyone around you would be blessed and you could grow. And it's an amazing thing that the Lord, what he's done for us is he's put us in a place where we can partner with him. He's already given us these gifts. We can partner with him so that we could release them for the betterment of other people. Man, what an amazing thing. So when we're talking about signing up, there's two questions that I really, really want you to consider. The first one is this. What am I good at? Spend some time soaking in prayer and ask the Lord, what am I good at? Consider the things that that you're good at. And not... You know, this isn't a, I'm good at all things or I'm good at nothing. No, it's not true because God made each one of us with a unique gift, with a strength, with a, with a great ability, with a gift for such a time as this. So the question is, what am I good at? What what comes natural to me? What is What is easy for me to do? Because those are the places that you're probably gonna find that, In there is where your grace gift is. There may be something that you look around and you go, man, I would not want to do this or that. Let's just be grateful that there's other people that say, oh, I would love to do that. What comes natural? What is easy for you to do? You're probably going to find something there. And the second question is this. What brings joy? Or what brings life to people around you? What do people appreciate that you do? How do you bring joy to others? I think if you can answer those two questions in light of all that we've talked about, the world won't have to wait another day for the strength that you bring. You know, one of the things I've learned about grace gifts is scripture lists them off, but within those, I liken it to a paintbrush. When I take a paintbrush and I paint, a stripe, leadership, administration, what, encouragement. It's one stripe, but how many bristles in that paintbrush made up that swipe of the paint? So within a grace gift, there's all these bristles. Some, some, some of you, because I've benefited from it, some of you said, man, you know, I just want to make a meal for somebody. They're struggling with COVID or, you know, they're, just whatever the situation may be, but it's within your heart, you think of it. We should take them a meal. And you make a meal and you call and say, I'm just dropping off a meal, knock on the door and you leave it there. That's hospitality. And the people that don't have to make that meal when they bring it in the house, I'm telling you they're blessed. Sometimes we can even ask the people around us, "What, what do you think I'm good at? Or what do I do that brings life or joy to the people around me? I think there's a lot of grace gifts in this room that are waiting to be unlocked so that what God wants to do through Northland's church, what God wants to do through this body, he can do by partnering with us as we walk in the strength. And then the world doesn't have to wait another day for the strength that you bring because you'll bring it. So in closing, think of those two questions. What am I good at and what brings joy and life to the people around me. And then the second thing I wanna do is we'll make available to you as well, the booklet that we go through to help people identify their strengths. Maybe we could put a PDF online or have it available actually in the journey map. Uh, And that way you can go through it and you can answer the questions and you could look, where is it that I wanna serve? And I'll be honest with you, any elder, any deacon, any staff member would be more than happy to help you identify what that is. Because when you identify what it is, you can grow, you can learn, you you can fan it into flames, you can give it a great administration and, and put it out there for everyone. You'll grow and the body of Christ will be blessed as a result. Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you so much for today. And I thank you for what we get to do in January. God, I thank you that each one of us gets to consider the strength that we bring and and the grace that God you've put on our life and we bring. And we get to consider how we can faithfully administer that through the grace teams here at Northlands. And so Lord, I ask that you would guide us. I, I pray that you would help us to step in the best area for the betterment of this body. And Lord, I pray if there's anyone here today that doesn't know their grace gift, Lord, you would reveal it to them, that you would connect them to someone who could help them walk through a booklet, to read through the questionnaire and to help them come to a place of realizing what is the strength they bring and the impact that it can have on the people around them. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity. We look forward to an amazing 2022. And we thank you for this opportunity to partner and minister with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.